0: A while ago, I was watching a program on inventions that changed the world. Now, obviously, there are quite a few that come to mind when you hear inventions that change the world. Uh, one of the most prominent, obviously, was gunpowder. Because once gunpowder was invented, it meant now that non-professional armies could now, like uh, uh, even a, a ragtag rabble, could still do a fair bit of damage with with firearms, even even if they didn't have professional training, like the Roman soldiers or whatever. So. Uh, yeah gunpowder obviously we have tv which also changed the 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 course of well huge influence on culture and the jet engine but anyway today today's focus is gunpowder well today's focus isn't gunpowder today's introduction to the homily is gunpowder uh so when uh, muskets were invented obviously they were desperately inaccurate right so you poured in your gunpowder you poured in your well, if it was shot or if it was one, one big lump of a, a, a ball bearing, you, you packed it down and then there was a bit of uh, maybe flint or maybe even worse, just a kind of a wick that you lit and it just kind of went off whenever it decided. Or flintlock was a big, uh, a huge, huge invention at the time where a bit of flint would spark, that would sh- you could actually aim, basically, was the point. But... Uh, engineering at the time was very inaccurate. They didn't have micrometers and vernier calipers, the kind of things that we have today. So basically, muskets, while they looked impressive and made one heck of a bang and lots of smoke, they were really inaccurate. So the most important thing to do was just get as many shots, downrange as possible, it didn't matter what you were aiming at, just aim kind of over them, the bullets will eventually drop and someone's going to get hit uh, but it was, wasn't like you pick out that soldier and you shoot him, it was just generally you shoot kind of like an like archer, you know, you just kind of just launch up in the air and it'll, come, it'll hit someone like, well at least that was the plan that was the idea, okay so, uh, and that was that was the, the, the case then for about 100 and 150 years until the, actually the, the industrial revolution in England when uh, much more precise uh, engineering techniques were invented and much more accurate ways of measuring things. Okay, well, let's not get lost in the engineering. Um, I heard a talk last night which I thought was very, very good where uh, the priest focused on, I think it's uh, if I remember correctly, I think it's Father Peter Faber. He's a, a Jesuit from the very early days of the Jesuits. And one of the the points of the talk, one of the things that he was focusing on was, in order to make progress in the spiritual life, what are you aiming at? As in, what is your goal? And I find that with my, the the way I preach, uh, I, I, I try to have, where possible, kind of new ideas almost every day, rather than having one theme, which goes on for years, you know? So, so like, me listening to myself and maybe ye listening to me one day I'm talking about virtue the next day I'm talking about forgiveness the next day I'm talking about uh prayer the next day we're talking about loving God with all of our heart the next day we're talking about the Holy Spirit the next day we're talking about some saint and you, you might be sitting there going that's all wonderful but it's like I'm trying to catch falling sand it's like what, what, what which what am I what, what am I focusing on what am I trying to catch what and then you end up with nothing <laughs> you know so this idea really struck me last night. Like, in our spiritual life, what am I, what's my goal at the moment? Now, there may be there, there a hundred really wonderful and worthy goals, absolutely. I mean, any virtue uh, or forgiveness or deepening your prayer life, whatever it may be, any and all of these things are wonderful and noteworthy. But I find, unless we're focusing on something, you end up achieving nothing. Because you're, kind of, you're everywhere and you're nowhere. And I thought that's actually very interesting, because also for myself, like, I mean, I was just, I, I, when, he, when he asked the question last night, what are you focusing on, I thought, well, there are one or two things that I'm focusing on, but it's actually a really good idea in the spiritual life to actually aim, to actually aim at something, as opposed to, you know, our muskets with our general direction of the enemy, and hope we hit something, uh, to actually aim at what what do I want to achieve? What is my goal? Is there, is there something specific or something particular that needs my attention? Now, it may not be the thing you think. It may not be the thing that, that maybe is on your mind the most. Who knows? Like um, I think this is the kind of thing that we have to discern with the Lord, so with the Holy Spirit, like in our, in our time of prayer. Because maybe my focus is uh, I need to... Um, I need to pray better, I need to pray better, I need to pray better, I need to pray better. But the Lord is actually saying, well, actually, no, maybe the more important thing is that you forgive this person, because that's what's causing the constant distraction, which makes it hard for you to pray. So maybe it's forgiveness. Okay, well, then focus on forgiveness. So every time I go into the chapel, Lord, help me to forgive. Lord, help me to be merciful as you are merciful. Lord, help me to let go. Help me to, to hand justice over to you rather than thinking, you know, I have to in some way ensure that justice is served or that justice is done. Maybe it's just better to forgive, let go, and move on. Or maybe your, your focus is, um, uh, is purity, and you, know, you want purity of mind and purity of heart, and so you want to focus on that. So then, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to add to my life, or what do I need to take from my, my life or my behavior that that will ensure that I can be more pure or my, my my vision of self how I see myself maybe I don't like myself maybe I outright despise myself you know and I'm just annoyed with myself and frustrated with myself okay hold on focus Lord what do you want to do here what what do I need to do why? And it's always good to try and you know, keep going back. Be like a, a four-year-old child that just asks, or a bluey, that asks a series of whys, like you know, 10 or 15 whys. It's actually really good in the spiritual life. You know, I don't like myself. Okay, why? Because I'm not good enough. Why? Because I always fail. Why? Well, because someone told me that I'd never amount to anything. Ah. Someone told you you'd never amount to anything. Why? Well, because, well, because they might just be quite critical or quite negative or quite frustrated themselves. Why? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe they're, and then you, you you try to work out, try to get back. Basically, the point is, you're trying to get back to the root of the problem. You're trying to get back to the root of the problem. Maybe this person who told you that you're no good, maybe they were suffering with their own battles, their own insecurities, their own, and it might just be their own vice. Maybe they're just a judgmental and critical person. Voila. Maybe there's nothing more to it. Maybe they're they're just critical. It's just the way they are. And they have no trouble telling you what you need to do is now, what you need to change is, but they can never say thank you. Well done. I am proud of you. They can never bring themselves to say those words, but they have no trouble cutting you down. So it's, people are different, you know, and we're all affected or adversely affected by some of our, our, our experiences of our past. So maybe that's why they said those words to you. That's why you've low self-esteem. That's why you criticize yourself and you think you'll never amount to anything. So now you're getting places like you're digging deeper. You're going back to the root of what do I need to do? So my low self-esteem might be from due to a lack of forgiveness forgive that person and allow the lord to break that tie that negativity that 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 anchor that has been attached to your ankle pulling you down all the time but actually then actually let go of it if it is not the truth then let go don't hold on to this lie saying, well, maybe let's see if it's true. Let's just hold on to it. And it's dragging you down the whole time. Let, if it's not the truth, let go. Ask the Lord to help you to forgive that person. Ask the Lord to help you to see yourself as he sees you. Ask him to give you the grace to let go of the negative words you've heard. So that, that basically, the point is, there are all sorts of things that could be relevant to us, to, could be relevant to you today. And I think it's really important in the spiritual life to identify what exactly am I aiming at? What, or maybe better said, what, what does the Lord want to do in me? But maybe narrow it down to one or two things. Otherwise, I think we'll, we'll kind of find we're doing everything and kind of achieving nothing. Is there any specific thing that you need to do today? And start as a habit, because often uh, any of the, any of these wounds, like we would like to think that our wounds can be healed with one rosary, or with one good holy hour, or with one good pilgrimage to Medjugorje. And the Lord can absolutely work miracles; he can, and he does. Wonderful. But very, very often, I would say, most often, the Lord heals us through a process. A process. So it's not a instantaneous boom and you're done. It's it's relearning how to see ourselves, relearning how to pray, relearning how to treat others, relearning how to, how to, how to see God. We, have, we often have to kind of undo the damage that was done in our pasts, the, the misconceptions and the wounds and all of that kind of thing. Uh, we often have to find that, 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 that boy's heart or that girl's heart that was, that was harmed or hurt, heal that in order to move on in our adulthood. So that, that's healed through recognising the truth. Recognising the truth, which sometimes is fantastic. Sometimes the truth is absolutely amazing. Sometimes the truth is you are way better than you believe. and Sometimes the truth is hard. Sometimes the truth is, yes, your father committed suicide. Yes, your mother was an alcoholic. Yes, you struggled with this vice or that vice. Yes, you've made mistakes in your past. And that can also be the truth. But, as we heard earlier in the week, where sin abounds... Grace abounds all the more. Whatever has happened doesn't condemn you. You are far more than the sum of your mistakes. So, what does the Lord want to do in you today? What one or two specific? Maybe, maybe narrow it down to one. It's hard enough to work on one thing at a time. I think, unless you're a girl, you can work. You can multitask. For guys, pick one thing. For girls, only pick ten, eleven. Okay, Okay. one. Narrow it down. Pick one thing that you want to work on. And, you know, bring this to the Lord in prayer. Lord, what do you want to do in me? And focus on that and aim at that and put your time and your attention and your prayer into that and stick with it until the Lord says otherwise. You know, stay with it. So if it's Whatever it may be, whatever virtue it is, whatever healing it is, whatever he wants to do in you, stay with it. Stay with it. And then you'll see how that uh, virtue that you're aiming at, everything else begins to serve it. So your community life, your prayer life, the healing of your wounds and your past and your memories and your hurts, all these things aim to to serve the growth of that virtue. So all these other things aren't a distraction, but they're all aiming towards the one goal. So we aim everything in our spiritual lives towards this one particular goal, one at a time, until our hearts are healed, until that virtue becomes, well a virtue is exactly a habit. So until a virtue becomes a habit, that's what a virtue is. It's, a, it's, a, uh, uh, it's consistently doing the good in one particular area. So we ask the Lord today to help us to see that one thing, that one goal that we should be aiming at accurately and precisely and intentionally, so that he can heal our hearts, that he can be Lord of all. Amen.